Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Praise the Lord. I want to talk about some laws of growth um, briefly or quickly. I, I believe we're going to learn uh, something I've, I've shared before, but it just kept... Uh, <laughs> Funny enough, I was with the Korodu people, the Korodu group, Korodu cluster. I had a great time in the Korodu on Saturday morning, and I was sharing the same line of thought. So I want to believe that it will um, be a blessing to us. It's just uh, seven laws, and we'll see how we cover enough grounds that will help us. Can we pray? Just one second. Father, your word is yea and amen. Heaven and earth may pass away, but your word heals. Your word builds your word gives wisdom. As we share your word today, we pray, I pray for penetration of revelation. Understand, let people find answers. We want to experience growth in our businesses, in our careers, in all that we do. We give you the praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Seven laws of growth. The very first law of growth is what I call vision power. Can we say that after me? Vision power. Uh, you have to say it louder this morning. No, everybody must say in the world. Vision power. Yeah, what you see is what you become. Now, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about vision. Now, we're closing in the first half. I mean, the next couple of days will be in the month of June. I want people to revisit their goals and their visions for the year 2022. How have you fared the first half of the year? The things you see uh, determines what you attract. Now, beyond the remainder of the year, what do you see this decade, 2023 to 2030? What do you see? What do you see? Write the vision. Make it plain that it may run, that reads it. I, what, what I want to do this week myself is to revisit the vision uh, for the year. How have you done? So if there are some things you want to put together in the month of June and then get ready. The second half of the year in our church is big. We see it like another year entirely. In fact, July 1st is like January 1st. Very important. Oh, you might not have gotten all the things done the first half, but there are things you can still attain and achieve the second half of the year. But what do you see? You know, what do you foresee like this decade? Uh, I, I, can't, I can't help you if you can't see far. I was in a training many years ago, and I've, I've always, you know, I like the word provision, provision, provision. You know, and then it was in that conference that I was taught that that provision, you put it into two, pro-vision. Pro-vision. Pro is for the vision. So many people don't attract resources because they don't have a vision. If I have a vision for some level of finances, some increase in clientele, some expansion in my property business or insurance business, when you have a vision for that, God will begin to move the resources to make it happen in your direction. Please, you don't get resources before you get vision. It is the vision that provokes the movement of resources in your direction. Somebody say amen to that. That's the challenge most people have. They want to like gather the money first or I want to get the connections first, then I will now start. No, you start with the vision first. What do you see about your business, your career? 
I'm not talking about wishful thinking, concrete vision, things that you have written down. Very important. And it's you. It's you. What you have attracted up until now is a function of what you are seeing. There's no need for God to push resources in your direction for just pushing sake. Oh, we pray for favor. We pray for increase. But what kind of increase? Are you thinking, okay, I want to increase uh, my clientele or business or finance by 50% or 25%, you know? Then you provoke heavens. If a vision is a form of prayer, you understand that. That thing you are saying, you, you, you're provoking God to move. When, when we say resources, it's not only money. Connections. The things that will make that vision come to pass. Let, let me give this crude example I usually give. Jollof rice, okay? Pastor Lasaki, do you cook jollof rice? You can cook jollof rice. A bit. What are the ingredients you need for jollof rice? You need, of course, you need rice. Yes, but that's very good, yes. You need pepper, yes. What kind of pepper? Atarodo. What's atarodo in English? Atarodo. What's it in English, please? Eh? Carbonero. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Carbonero. I've heard that for the first time. Carbonero. Habanero. Ah, I refuse. You need habanero. What else? Granite oil. Tomatoes, yes. Salt, yes. Maggie. Stock. Ah, are you married? Okay, now, if Pastor Lasaki wants to cook uh, jollof rice for his wife, okay, tomorrow morning, what we are saying, that's the vision, right? The kind of resources that he will look out for or the kind of resources that we move in his direction are the things we are enumerating. You just find that you notice rice more in the kitchen. You might not see yam, though yam is there. You might not see or notice beans, but that's not what you need for the vision. What vision does is to heighten your sensitivity. You start seeing things differently. Now he begins to notice onions, the stock in the freezer. If he opens the freezer like this, so many things in the freezer, but you're looking for stock. You understand? That is for the vision, provision. Okay? So your vision determines what you gather in life, what moves in your direction. The question I want to ask you is, what, what kind of things have been moving in your direction? It's not the thing that is the problem. It is you that is attracting them. Yam will not move in his direction. If the woman that sells yam, for instance, the way we do it now in our developing nation, maybe sometimes somebody is, you know, trading yam on the street as she's shouting, I'm selling yam, you won't attend to that because it's not for the vision. But if, he, if there's something missing in the kitchen and then somebody is like talking about that on the street, wow, I need that. And then it comes out and begins to engage the person. Vision is powerful. The question is, what do you see next decade? This decade, but how, how would your life be in 2030? You know, you, you, you just throw yourself into 2030 and then track it back. This is how it works. You throw yourself as a business owner, as a career person, as an individual into 2030. Where do you feel, you, you, where, where do you see from scriptures that you will be in 2030? Right? And then begin to track it back to 2022. 
It will help you write out certain things that must happen in 2025, 2026. You know, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, people don't have discipline. Where there is no vision, people just live a life without, without, without purpose. Vision makes the difference. Vision drives you. Vision helps your prayer life. Which leads us to the next um, thing about vision, engaging the supernatural. When you write out a vision and make sure it's something that, of course, it's bigger than you, you need God. You just carry those things you've written down. By the way, write the vision. Tell your neighbor, write the vision. Yes, write the vision. I, I wish we could have a service, maybe, maybe in June or July, where I would tell you to bring, you come come with your written down goals you don't just put it if you put it in the head it's a wish write the vision write it down concretize it compartmentalize it you know family vision finance vision spiritual vision and you know under each headings can be three three or four things at the end of the day everything comes to like 12 or 15 or 7 depending on how you want to do it write the vision make it plain make it clear please don't don't allow the lack of certain resources cheat you from having a great vision. Do you understand? Don't reduce yourself. Remember, it is the vision that attracts resources. So if you're going to grow, that means the vision must be larger, right? So that you attract bigger resources, bigger relationships, greater connections. Because many people shortchange themselves or limit themselves based on where they are. If I'm on level 7, my vision should be level 9 or level 9.5. So that I can attract resources that will move me from level 7 to, seven point, uh, to, to, to 9. Not that I'm in level 7 and I'm not developing vision based on level 7. It keeps you stagnant. Vision moves you. Vision, what you see. And then you pray. You, you take it to God in prayers. Some people have very powerful vision. They just run. The Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. That scripture, Psalms 127, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. So laboring is not enough to produce results. They labor in vain. Your labors will not be in vain this year. I said your labors will not be in vain this year in the name of Jesus Christ. They labor in vain that build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake, but in vain. Hard work is fine, but without the help of God, it may not produce anything. One policy from government can scatter the vision. One Supreme Court um, uh, judgment or something can change everything. Except the Lord build the house. So you carry the vision and say, Lord, this is what I'm saying the second half of 2022. This is what I'm saying this decade. I need your help. Ask him for help. Lord, you are the helper of the helpless. Thank you, Lord, because you are my covenant partner. Ask God for help. Ask God for wisdom. Vision is not just having a vision. You need to make decisions, isn't it? Now, the wiser you are, the better you live. You need wisdom to be able to make the right decisions. You are procuring some properties. You are recruiting staff. You are, you know, taking some steps. You need God's wisdom. And as you make more right decisions, right things happen. Ask God for his wisdom. Oh Lord, and when I say wisdom, you do your best to be specific. 
Somebody is asking, Lord, as we get on this uh, publicity campaign uh, or branding exercise in our company, or as we get involved in this, in our, in our business, or in my family, Lord, we receive wisdom to make the right call, to take the right steps. Lord, I need you. I don't know it all. Education is not my source. You are my source. This is where the arrogant misses it. Where I've been in school, I know all these things, I know what to do, and they just start writing the office like everything starts and ends with them. And just one wrong step can just spoil everything. With humility, you present those things to God in prayers, and then you see um, God's. <laughs> and I thought I was climbing the stairs. Ask God for helps, ask God for wisdom, ask God for favor. Somebody say favor. Ah, say favor. Yeah, I usually do that a lot. Uh, somewhere along the line, that vision can never see the light of the day without someone helping you out. Someone liking you without trying to get anything from you. Favor is destiny catalyst. It speeds up the process of things. Just one business partner or one institution or someone just liking what you do and they're willing to Add this part to it. Help here. Without favor, yeah, the success might come, but it might be with unnecessary stress. Unnecessary stress. You ask God for favor. You ask God for wisdom. You ask God that let your hand rest on me for the, uh, as I pursue these visions, let your hand rest on me. Help me. Strengthen me. And this has helped us as a church over the years so that when the results show up, thank you, Just when the results show up, you don't arrogate the thing to yourself. If you don't pray, thank you, if you don't pray for favor, for wisdom, and then by your expertise, by your own uh, intelligence, you're able to obtain some results, you will not be able to give God all the glory. And then pride will set in. And when that sets in, you're going to fall just very soon. So you partner with God and let God be the senior partner in the game. Glory to God. So that's the second law. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.